Hello, this is a podcast version of Harry Hardy's show on Lionheart Radio. Listen to the full show every week, Thursdays at 6pm on lionheartradio.com. Enjoy the podcast. Not only will this show be on the radio, on Lionheart Radio on Christmas Eve, this show will be two hours in length. Merry Christmas, you flipping idiots. Merry flipping Christmas. I don't know how I'm going to fill it. I don't know. But hey, it's all right. It's going to be fine. We can do it. Oh my God, oh my God. Good evening, Annick. Merry Christmas. How are you doing? Harry Hardy here on your Christmas Eve line, Heart Radio. It's five o'clock or thereabouts, three minutes past five, give or take. And this is Lionheart Radio on Christmas Eve, Thursday, the 24th of December, 2020. How are you doing? I hope you're okay. I hope you're enjoying Christmas uh, as much as possible. It's a very difficult Christmas this year. It is for everyone. And I'm very sorry that this is happening. But hey, I hope you're making the most of it. I hope everything's okay. All okay where you are. I hope uh, that all your family and friends are safe and fine and enjoying themselves too. If you're alone this Christmas, hello, I'm your friend. I'm Harry. I'm on the radio. Uh, when this show is finished, I suggest you keep listening to the radio because the radio is a great companion to have. Um, loads of different stations out there for you to enjoy over Christmas. And, you know, Lionheart's brilliant. Uh, you should stay tuned to Lionheart after this show at 7 o'clock. Uh, and you should listen to the radio as much as possible this Christmas because loads of good stuff on there. It keeps you company. And uh, Christmas uh, this year, I think, would be a worse place without radio. So thank goodness for radio is what I'm saying. Uh, this is my little bit of the radio this Christmas. What have I got in store for you? Regular listeners, you will know what I've got in store for you. I've got the regular bits. Of course, I've got a very important person answering a very special Christmas important question. That's coming up soon. Of course, I've got that. Of course, I've got Lawrence Cretton, Lionheart Radio's resident video game reviewer. I can't shake him. He's always going to be around, isn't he? Of course, he's filed a report this week. He's going to be telling you what Christmas games you should be buying for your Christmas, uh, for your video gaming relatives and loved ones and friends and relatives and loved ones and friends you should stay tuned to hear what Lawrence Cretton has to say and of course I've got a very um, special Christmas edition of the world's worst radio quiz coming up at the end of the show tonight around about half six-ish of course I've got that that's starring John Holmes the most sacked man in uh, UK radio the, uh, the man who uh, got the biggest ever Ofcom fine He's on Lionheart Radio this evening. Um, will he will he equal his uh, Ofcom fine tonight? Well, I hope not. For Lionheart Radio's sake, I hope he doesn't. Um, and by the way, just a little side note, Anne at Lionheart, he doesn't, I promise you, he's, he's, he's well behaved uh, tonight. I, I keep him under... Um, under a leash, on a leash rather, he's under uh, control. No, n- there'll be no need for an Ofcom fine tonight. Do not complain to this show. It's Christmassy. Do not. It's. Uh, it would be terrible. It would be a terrible Christmas present to me if you uh, complain to Ofcom listener. Please do not do that. And of course. I've got more bits and bobs. I've got two hours to fill, guys. I haven't just got the regular features. I've got more stuff in as well, of course. You're going to have to find out for yourself, though, you know, to stay tuned. It'll all become apparent. And, of course, I've got brilliant Christmas songs, some classic hits, some sort of rock-slash-punk-slash-alternative hits. It's full of it, this show. It's absolutely full of just Christmas joy. It's bursting at the seams. Oh, it's brimming. Ooh, 
lovely, lovely stuff. And you're more than welcome to stick around. Please do join me on this Christmas journey for the next two hours as we delve into Christmas Eve. Radio, Fool's Holiday, Harry Hardy, Christmas Eve, 10 minutes past 5, almost 11 minutes past 5, goodness me, the time is flying already. Hey, if you're a regular listener, you know what time this is, usually around this time of the show. I invite a celebrity onto the programme, a very important person, to ask them a very important question. We've had so many names on this show, so many big names, big stars of uh, TV, radio, books, films, and other forms of media. Um, I don't think we've had any artists on, but hey, that could change in the new year. We could get artists on the show from now on, but we've had all sorts of people. Um, We've had Gordon Ramsay, we've had Mark Lamar, we've had Justin Lee Collins, we've had Bernard Manning, we've had Lloyd Grossman, we've had Guy Fieri, we've had Jim Carrey, we've had Matt Hancock, we've had Jacob Rees-Mogg, we have had... Um, all sorts of people. I can't remember most of them. But hey, if you're an avid listener, you will remember all of them, I'm sure. I'm sure. And this week, Christmas Eve, tonight, this afternoon, whatever you want to call this time of day, is no different. Of course, we've got a very important person on the show this evening. In fact, arguably, the most important person of all. We have got royalty on the show this evening. Yes, we do. We have got a living legend on the program to tell us uh, the answer to the very important question this evening. Yes, that's right. You've guessed it. None other than Nadia Hussain, Bake Off winner from a few years ago. 2016, I believe. Maybe 2015. I think it was actually 2015 she won. Um, She's on the show this evening. Everyone loves Nadia Hussain. Yes, we do. And if you don't love her, then you're a weird person. And I don't want to know about you. If you dislike Nadia Hussain, get away. Go. Shoo. Is what I'm saying to you this evening. Um, So she is the very important person. But now we need to determine what the very important question is. Usually it's uh, what are you having for your tea this evening? That question does not apply tonight. I can't be asking people that sort of irrelevant, pointless, rubbish question Question, on an evening like tonight. This is Christmas Eve, for crying out loud. I need to up my game. So, for one week only, the very important question is changing. Hey, don't get used to it, though. It's just for tonight. The very important question is changing from what are you having for your tea this evening to what are you having for your Christmas dinner? Yeah. So... What's going to happen now is I, Harry Hardy, am going to ask Nadia Hussain from the Great British Bake Off from about five years ago and subsequent TV projects she's done since then. Goodness me, her career has flourished. I'm going to ask her right now on Lionheart Radio, in front of you, my listener, what are you having for your Christmas dinner tomorrow? So I'm going to do that right now. Nadia Hussain, what are you having for your Christmas dinner tomorrow on Christmas Day? Please answer the question, Nadia Hussain, after this infuriatingly long, very low quality, poorly edited, low bit rate, sort of bitty, nasty, tinny, um, 
fragmenty. I don't know. It's you can you can hear it's lossy. That's the word. Lossy is uh, the word I was looking for. That's the best uh, the best word to describe it. Uh, this lossy 20-second-long drum roll that I ripped off of YouTube many months ago. Nadia Hussain, please answer the question right now. Seven grams of fast-action yeast, and I'm going to drop that on your hands. Okay, then. Interesting. Nadia Hussain is going to uh, eat seven grams of fast-action yeast off of your hands for Christmas dinner tomorrow. Very unusual. I was expecting something a bit more complicated from Nadia. She's known, of course, for making uh, more, uh, well... I'm going to use the word complicated again. Complicated dishes. She's uh, known for that sort of thing. I doubt you'll ever see that particular recipe in one of her cookbooks or on one of her uh, TV programs. But hey, she's Nadia Hussain. She can do whatever the heck she wants for Christmas. She's earned that right. And, uh, you know, if she wants to eat yeast off of your hands, then so be it. I just hope that you've sanitized them first for her sake and for everyone's sake. Good grief. I cannot cannot imagine a world without uh, Nadia Hussain on the TV. It doesn't it doesn't bear thinking about listener. Well, I guess it's officially Christmas now that Noddy Holder has said it. I mean, it is Christmas Eve. It has been officially Christmas for a little while now, but you know, we've got the confirmation there from the big man himself, Noddy Holder. It is in fact Christmas, as he said. Harry Hardy here, Lionheart Radio, the 24th of December, 2020, around about 20 minutes past five in the afternoon on your Christmas Eve. Thank you for joining me. This is my show on Christmas. Um, It's usually around about this time. Regular listeners will know that we uh, talk to Lionheart Radio's resident video game reviewer, Lawrence Cretton. Now, you know, Lawrence has uh, been very good to us this past year. I must admit, I often have uh, very little in the way of uh, compliments to give to Lawrence, but I must admit he has been uh, there for us whenever we've needed to fill five, six, seven minutes of radio airtime. So thank goodness for Lawrence. If you've never heard Lawrence before, here's a little package of some of his best bits on the show. Don't worry, he has got a fresh new review this week, but just in case you've never heard him before, this is Lawrence Cretton's Best Bits. What's up, you big bag of northern twerps? It's me, Lawrence Cretton, video game reviewing man baby. I am the biggest bumhole in the world. Urgh, listen to how angry I am. The first game I'm taking a look at this week is Business Tycoon Top Shop Edition. Talk Radio Listener Simulator. Five Nights at Freddy's Stars. Troppy Covid. Angry Gammon. Scarf Life 2. Super Morrissey Car. The Great British Alan Wakeoff. Puke Newcomb. Cyberpunk 1997. Mince Grand Theft Auto Rothbury Edition. I don't know, I'm just saying words. Someone out there, please, just punch me in my face. I don't care who you are, and I'll probably never meet you in real life. Your entire existence is laughable to me because I consider you to be pathetic and insignificant. Hope you all have nightmares tonight. Really nasty ones. Merry Christmas, you flipping idiots. Merry flipping Christmas. 
Well, you get the idea with that. Lawrence Cretton, Lionheart Radio's resident video game reviewer, will be up next on the show. But before then, a classic 2005-ish rock number. It's the darkness. It's Christmas time. Don't let the bells end here on Lionheart Radio. Stay tuned. Lawrence Cretton is on the way. The darkness. Don't let the bells end. Lionheart Radio. Harry Hardy. Lawrence Cretton. Good evening, you Christmas turkeys, and welcome to this Lawrence Cretton's Christmas Review Special, starring I, Lawrence Cretton. It is Christmas Eve and there are mere hours left to purchase the teenage boy or immature adult man in your life a video game for Christmas. And what better guide to look for advice than this fellow right here, this little old Lawrence Cretton from off of the radio. Even though this is a Christmas special, please do not be fooled. This is just the same old basic three game review format that you've come to know and love over the year, but all the games are a bit Christmassy. So, without further ado, let's get stuck in right now. First game I'm looking at this week is Christmas Argument Simulator, out now on the Microsoft Baubles and the Atari Stuffing. This is a game designed and released for all the poor souls out there trapped in Tier 4 with nothing to do and no one to have an argument with at the Christmas dinner table. Who needs a racist grandparent, a homophobic aunt or uncle or even an ableist sibling when you can have a Christmas argument simulator instead? This game has all the fun of having a heated embarrassing scrap with someone while you both have mouthfuls of half-chewed turkey without having to deal with any of the regrets associated with making the effort to travel all that distance in order to see their stupid face in real life. This game has two modes to it. You can either let the game virtually replicate how your argumentative opponent looks like using pixels and trickery and whatnot, or you can activate zoom mode, which will call the person you wish to argue with and they will appear on your screen live via zoom, and you can shout at their actual face for yourself. It is the future of Christmas, and it begins today. I give Christmas Argument Simulator a nice big festive four stars out of five. Next title I'm reviewing this week is Home Alone The Game, out now on the Nintendo Sprouts and the Sega Mash. Now, don't be fooled by the name, this game has absolutely nothing to do with the popular Christmas film starring Macaulay Culkin. Instead, you play as someone who has, through no fault in their own, been left totally stranded and alone this Christmas in their house, as a result of the incompetence, cruelty and moronic level of handling of a deadly pandemic by the UK. Government. In Home Alone the Game, your character was supposed to spend the then permitted amount of time with a relative over Christmas. But then Billy Big Bum Boris Johnson came over and farted all over their plans. All of the Christmas presents were to be delivered in the place they can no longer get to. And now they have no food in the house because they weren't expecting to stay at home. And none of the supermarkets have online delivery slots because everyone has been chucked into the same hole by the government. And all of the supermarkets that are open have run out of toilet paper because of all the selfish idiots that keep buying it. 
Basically, it's a colossal flipping nightmare, and one that could have been avoided ages ago. If only we completely stopped international travel at the right time. If only the pubs were told to close at the right time. If only mass gatherings were banned when they were supposed to be. If only the schools were forced to shut. If only eat out to help out never happened. If only Dominic Cummins hadn't driven to Durham. If only Boris hadn't told journalists that he was still shaking everyone's hands. If only small business owners were properly compensated by the state. If only this government had the tiniest amount of common sense and an even tinier amount of empathy. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps things could have been a little bit better and a little bit simpler. But, unfortunately for us, the majority of people out there are fools and they voted in Boris Johnson simply because he's got funny hair and he said stupid things on Have I Got News For You and because his dad, he was funny on I'm A Celebrity. Well, well, look what's happened now. Yeah, and the saddest thing of all is that you haven't learned your lesson, have you? You'll keep voting for this absolute shower again and again for the rest of your life and for that reason, I am rating Home Alone The Game one star out of five. And the final game I'm pulling out of my big red sack this week is UK Truck Simulator 2020. Out now on the Commodore 64, Calling Birds and the PlayStation 5 Gold Rings. This game is a much anticipated sequel to Euro Truck Simulator and American Truck Simulator, which are games in which you drive trucks, either through Europe or America. This game is a bit like that, except you drive trucks solely through the UK. Well, I say drive, what I mean is park up your lorry on the M20 to Dover, sit in your cab, throw bottles filled with your bodily waste into hedges, and eat meals prepared by local charity groups. It's not your usual sort of lorry driving game, but it certainly does provide you with a realistic experience on life as a hauler in the UK. Keep an eye out for the update later this week, which will hopefully allow you to board a ferry across the channel and perhaps actually drive your lorry in a country that could be considered somewhat good. UK Truck Simulator 2020 gets three stars out of five from me. And that's it from me. My name is Lawrence Cretin, and since it's Christmas, I'm going to be nice to you. I'm not going to call you any names or make fun of the way you smell. Instead, I'm going to wish you a very Merry Christmas and I hope you make the most of this very strange, very difficult time. Now, get lost before I change my mind. Bye bye. Rage Against the Machine, Killing in the Name. Lionheart Radio, uh, Christmas number one from 2009 there. So yes, it is actually, in fact, a Christmas song. No complaints, please. I uh, will not listen to them. Harry Hardy here. I hope you're enjoying your Christmas Eve. I hope that I'm putting on a good enough show for you. I hope you're enjoying yourself. You're more than welcome to be here. If this is your first time listening to my show, then please, please enjoy yourself. Maybe consider tuning in again in the future when it's not Christmas Eve, when it's just a regular Thursday. You're more than welcome to be here. Um, did you know there's a podcast of this show? If you're enjoying it so much... 
you can find a podcast version of this program by simply typing in Harry Hardy on Lionheart Radio into Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google Podcasts. Whatever type of phone you have, whatever type of computer you have, whatever type of smart TV or whatever you have, you are accommodated. I am accommodating for you. Um, uh, yeah, I make a lot of radio programs, but I'm not very good at talking. That's my issue. Um, you will you will realise this if you listen to more radio uh, that I present. Anyway, if you're a long-time listener, you may remember months ago there was this feature that I did on this show and then subsequently dropped because I hated doing it. Um, but I, I need to resurrect it for uh, this evening's show because I've got too much time to fill. So I need to bring back old ideas as if and, and present them as if it's like some sort of um, best of highlight sort of thing. I did this feature where I would look into uh, this week's copy of the Radio Times and circle with my Sharpie highlights uh, TV programs that you should watch, in my opinion, this week. And I've resurrected that for this week's show. I've looked through the Christmas special edition of the Radio Times. It's right here in my hand. That's the noise of a Radio Times. It's definitely not just an, a sheet of A4 paper with some manic scribbling on it. This is, in fact, an official copy of the Radio Times. Look, I'm, I'm sort of making more noises with it there. Can you believe me? It's real deal it's got staples in it and everything so for one week only welcome back to my weekly tv review roundup yes those are of course the drums that signify the beginning of my weekly tv roundup and what have we got in store for you on tv well christmas day on itv2 tomorrow they are showing you from six o'clock in the morning, Christmas Day with Jedward. Yes, that's right. Everyone's favourite Irish uh, twin uh, brother double act, Jedward. They are uh, they're inviting a camera crew into their house as they open their um, presents live on ITV2. Uh, they're like, you know, you know what Jedward are like. They're just like a pair of excitable you know, sort of eight-year-old boys, aren't they? Even though they're a little bit older than me. I think they're like about 29, almost 30, actually. Uh, but, you know, exactly what they're like. They, you know, they've never grown up. Um, they're just cheeky chaps, just having some fun. They are uh, opening their Christmas presents live on ITV2 tomorrow morning from six o'clock. So do tune in for that. Uh, what will they get? Will they get a, a bicycle? Will they get a Game Boy? Probably not, because it is 2020. Uh, they won't get a Game Boy. They might get like some sort of, I don't know, Nintendo Switch sort of thing. Uh, I believe John has asked for uh, Kinects. And I believe Edward has asked for uh, a Mr. Potato Head. So let's see if they do get their presents. Uh, moving on, um, on uh, well, tomorrow morning again, all day on Sky News, there is a live stream of uh, Prime Minister Boris Johnson absolutely sobbing his eyes out. Um, this is apparently a new government move um, to try and cheer up the country. Uh, so Sky News and a few other uh, news channels, I think BBC News are opting into it for a little bit. There's going to be a full 24-hour live stream tomorrow of Boris Johnson just in tears uh, because he thinks that nobody likes him. Um, that he, he's sad that he's messed everything up. Uh, it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy it personally because you know, 
I think it is just a little government ploy to make us try and feel sorry for him a bit. Uh, but hey, it might be worth uh, watching. I think there's also a phone vote um, sort of thing, uh, like a premium rate number thing where you can like phone up and you can like suggest objects to be thrown. Uh, um, Prime Minister Boris Johnson, like he could be pelted with uh, ripe tomatoes, uh, not eggs, because there is a shortage of eggs currently. Um, and I think we actually have to, I think they are going to be limiting the amount of tomatoes they throw at him as well. Uh, wet sponges, that sort of thing. Uh, you can vote to dip him into a gunge tank or, uh, I don't know, to have a custard pie pushed into his face by Bobby Davro. I think Mr. Blobby uh, will come and uh, sort of uh, squirt him with a fire extinguisher, that sort of thing, just to try and cheer the country up a bit. So that's uh, all day. Sky News, BBC News. Uh, I think CNN are going to cover it a little bit as well. That's uh, a live stream of Boris Johnson sobbing his eyes out uh, all day tomorrow. And of course, tomorrow evening, nine o'clock on Channel 5, it's uh, Vanessa Feltz's Christmas Pudding Hunt. Join everybody's favourite TV personality, Vanessa Feltz, as she travels the length and breadth of Great Britain in her specially modified VW camper van as she searches... All of the supermarkets in the country, every Tesco, every Morrison's, every Sainsbury's, every Asda, every Waitrose, every co-op, etc. All of them for Christmas puddings. She's going to buy the lot of them. She's going to eat the lot of them in the back of her specially modified VW camper van. And uh, you're going to watch. You're just going to watch as she does it. And uh, let me tell you, I've seen a preview tape of that program. It's not a pretty sight. Uh, I only recommend it because, you know, if you're a vulture like me and you like watching a car crash... Uh, that's the sort of uh, programme I'll be watching. I'm sky-plussing that one for sure, absolutely. And that's my weekly one-off, not weekly at all, not weekly. It's my one-off Christmas TV review roundup. And those are the drums that signify the end of the TV ra- review roundup. <laughs> Well, it's Christmas Eve, as everyone knows. Everyone cannot wait to open their presents. All the little boys and girls all over the country, but in particular in Annick, Northumberland, where this radio station is, they just cannot wait till the glorious Christmas day tomorrow morning. Well, I've got a special guest on the other end of the phone right now who's going to tell us all about Christmas toys. Hello, guest. Introduce yourself. Ho, 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 Why, it's me, Harry, my boy. It's Santa Claus. Oh, hello. Ho, 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 hello, Santa Claus. How are you doing this evening? I'm glorious. I've been self-isolating in the North Pole all year so I can come and say hello to every boy and girl this Christmas time. Yeah, it's a bit uh, unconstructive, isn't it? Sort of, Because, uh, you know, you have been self-isolating, but you are going to go to every single place in the world tonight. Yes, but the elves have designed a very special Santa Claus suit for me this year, Harry. Right, okay. It's made entirely of non-stick latex. And how does that help exactly, Santa Claus? Well, the germs just slide right off of me. Ho, 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 Okay, I, I think that you may have already had that outfit for other purposes. I don't think that's something that you've had manufactured for you uh, just for COVID, it sounds like. I wouldn't know what you're talking about, my boy. No, I don't know what I'm talking about either. Santa, you must be rushed off your feet this evening. Uh, I'm <laughs> amazed that you've uh, found time to appear on Lionheart. Just, it's, it's so nice of you to be here. Thank you so much. Well, actually... I get a lot of time off the day before because everything's been rather easy this year. 
Why is that? Why is uh, it's been a very difficult year, surely, hasn't it? Well, what what you see what's happened is everyone's so focused on all the chaos of this year that they most people have forgotten to do Christmas lists, and I've had to guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I suppose you're right, Sadler. I didn't think about that. Yeah. <laughs> so you just guessed what people want for Christmas this year. I hope everyone likes iPod Nanos. We had some of them left over from about 10 years ago. Well, <laughs> Santa, as you know, newspapers in Britain, they always make lists, don't they? They always publish lists of uh, the top wanted Christmas toys that kids say they're after. I've got a list here and I've shared it with you. Do you want to discuss these um, top three toys in detail with me? Is the list from the Daily Telegraph? Uh, it may be. It's either that or the Daily Mail. Which one do you hate the most? The, the Telegraph is the only newspaper I read. <laughs> Are you a bit of a, a Brexiteer, Santa Claus? <laughs> Anything that disrupts the competition. <laughs> <laughs> well, who's your competition, Santa? <laughs> the only competition I can think that you my, have is the Easter Bunny. Amazon, of course. Oh, Amazon, of course. Yes, yes. Good point, good point. Um, so, number I've one. I've had Rupert Murdoch trying to pull up dirt on Jeff Bezos for the last five years now. You're in cahoots with Rupert Murdoch. Why wouldn't I be? Santa, I thought you were a nice man. We get the same early bird special. <laughs> Santa, I was led to believe that you were a kind-hearted soul. I didn't realise that you were uh, one for phone hacking. How do you how do you think I find out what you want for Christmas every year, Harry? That's a very good point. Santa, let's please discuss this uh, Christmas toy list. Um, number one on the list uh, is, of course, Dover Scalextric. Can you tell us anything about this, Santa? Why, yes, of course, it's Brexit fever sweeping the nation this year, Harry. Oh, yes, of course, So yes. I've taken it upon myself to invent a brand new form of Scalectrics patent pending. Mm-hmm. It's basically just a regular Skelectric track, but with about 400 lorries that come with it. Oh, yeah. Instead and you of the basically race cars, put them yeah. all onto the Skelectric's track yes. and nothing moves. Right, so it's like a big traffic jam sort of thing. Pretty much. About the length of to scale, it's about one-fifth of the length from Kent to Dover. Oh, right, I see. Uh, that's fair enough. I mean, Kent is in Dover, but I, 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 won't, I won't press you on that, Santa, because geography, of course, you live in the North Pole, you wouldn't know that. Uh, I have so a lot of a lot of world knowledge to get through. I occasionally get something wrong. <laughs> Did I say Kent is in Dover? Of course I mean Dover is in Kent. Look at me, trying to blink and educate Santa. I can't even get the words out in the right order myself. <laughs> know your place, boy. Yeah, sorry, Santa Claus. I hope that doesn't put me on the naughty list. So, yeah, um, Dover Scale Extra. Of course, that'll be uh, a bit different to the regular one. I mean, you don't have to worry about, you know, your, your car coming off the track. If anything, it stays on there like it's glued there. Fair enough. You might as well glue it on there, but not, you know, using glue imported in from the EU because we won't be able to get... One, we'll of, one get of the any. interesting things about this Skeletrix is it encourages you to no negotiate with other Skeletrix users. <laughs> How so? To, to try and form mini trade deals for your lorries to go to other places and try and free up some of the space. <laughs> That's good then, isn't it? So it's a little bit like Risk in a way. Mm, every every Skeletrix track as well comes with a miniaturised copy of the Good Friday Agreement so no one gets too confused. <laughs> Does it come with a little backstop as well that you can put in the uh, <laughs> the Northern Irish uh, in the Irish Sea? It depends what children are getting the toy. 
Fair enough. Let's move on then, Santa Claus, I think, to the second Not toy. Not after on... that disaster in the 90s. Let's move on, Santa Claus, to the second toy on the list. Giving myself a very good edit point. Um, second, second toy on the list, Santa. Can you please tell me what uh, you see here? Uh, well, of course, this is uh, this is actually a little bit of a mishap. Oh, yeah. As I mentioned, we've made a lot. We've got a lot of old iPod Nanos this year. Yes, but we weren't quite able to get all the PlayStation Fives ready. Oh, of course, very popular. We've had a bit year, of, of an issue with stock levels. Mm. I've been. I've been trying to bulk buy as many as possible. You buy, you bulk buy PS5s? I bulk buy everything. Of course I do. What, do you not manufacture them? Do you outsource the manufacturing of toys now? Well, ever since the elf epidemic... See, I'm quite experienced in these things, you know. Okay. Uh, we've, had to, we've had to outsource quite a lot of our production from the North Pole. Yes. This is what I thought you might be saying. Yes, yes. Yes. So we've not been, as I said, we've not been able to get our hands on as many PS5s as we would have liked. But we've come up with a rather ingenious solution. Yes. Well, if we take and sellotape a PS2 to a PS3... Oh, that makes a PS5. We would technically be delivering you a PS5 and not in violation of any non-binding verbal contracts. Fair enough. So does that work as well? Like if you sell a tape a PS1 to a PS4, do you get a PS5 it, as well? It could be anything. You could even sell a tape four PS1s together. <laughs> no, but that would be a PS4. You'd need five PS1s, surely. I've, I've, actually, I've actually got a PS10. Oh, do you? Yes. Oh, how have you managed it's, that? Well, I, I got a PS2 and a PS3 and yes. sellotaped that to a PS1 and a PS4. That's a PS10. What games That's a PS10, yes, my boy. What games can you play on a PS10? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I'm far, far ahead of of the uh, of the consumer. Oh, actually, there was one that came out last week. Oh, yes. I can play that Cyberpunk 2077 on it. <laughs> I bet you can play that marvellously on your PS10. It absolutely works wonders. It's a marvel of technology. I you're the only console player. It's just a player. shame they didn't put it onto, like, technology that could run it now. Well, with your handy, uh, you know, little life hack, Santa Claus, maybe people can run it properly. Oh. Oh, you're a cheeky boy, I think Santa. so. You think so? Mm. This is why they call you Saint Nicholas Santa. It is Saint Nicholas, <laughs> providing people with solutions. Although if I could find anyone else that can help me with my lawsuit for investing in CD Projekt Red, I would like some help <laughs> with that. I'd make them an honorary saint as well. <laughs> What's the third toy on the list, Santa Claus? <laughs> Bleach! <laughs> Bleach! Bleach! What on earth? That's not a toy. It's been a filthy year, Harold, and oh. people need to clean up after themselves. So every boy and girl this Christmas, particularly even those on the naughty list, they won't be getting a lump of clothes this year. They'll be getting a big tub of bleach. Kids have been asking for bleach. So no kids they, have been asking they, for bleach. Some, some have been asking for it, and I've said, that's it. Everyone's getting a tub of bleach this year. And on top of that... <laughs> I've taken off all those unhelpful child-friendly screws on top as well. Don't so boys and girls can wake up on the morning of the 25th of December and just get on with it and get some bleach poured everywhere. Don't you think that's a little bit irresponsible, Santa? Don't you think you could yourself have a lawsuit pending uh, in the near future? Ask yourself this, Harold. Would Santa Claus ever do anything irresponsible? 
Uh, well, you are going to every single house in the Would world. Would Santa Claus ever do anything irresponsible? Du- Ask yourself. During Harold, an it's, inter- a stupid, it's a stupid question and you know it. It's, it there's an international <laughs> pandemic, Santa Claus. You're going to every single house in the world when, you know, there's uh, many countries with laws forbidding people to do such a thing. You're breaching those rules. I think you are very irresponsible. You, you, you're going you're right way to not get on top of bleach this year, Harold. <laughs> well, it, we've got plenty at home. We panic bought a load of bleach before. Uh... So did I. I've got loads of toilet roll. <laughs> Is that are you giving anyone any toilet I've roll got, this year? I've got all the toilet roll of Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> what are you going to do with that then? Are you giving it away? or <laughs> What do you think I'm going to do with it? I'm not saying that on the radio. Fair enough. Uh, Santa Claus, this has been uh, eye-opening. Um, uh, well, I'm I'm just as human as you are. <laughs> you're not human. You're a monster. Even Santa, even Santa Claus has to go to the toilet sometimes. Santa Claus, you're a filthy monster, is what you are. You're I present dis- that. No, no bleach for you. <laughs> you're despicable, Santa Claus. <laughs> How dare you? I'm absolutely outraged giving, by this. Giving children bleach for Christmas? Are you for real? <laughs> Have a word with yourself. <laughs> James O'Brien was much nicer than this. Well, he would be. I don't know why when it would be up, to you. When I you... called up to discuss how how I was happy to see people were reclaiming their sovereignty back in Britain. <laughs> yeah, I don't see how he would be kind to you. The, the views you hold on Brexit, you, I think you've nailed your colours very clearly, very uh, hard to the mast. Whatever I'm saying, you're a piece of work. You are Santa Claus. Right, that's it. I'm I'm off for a brandy. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Santa. Merry Christmas, Harry. Ho, ho, ho. Here it is, everyone's favourite radio feature. Back once again for a special festive edition. This is the world's worst radio quiz. Ten questions, no fun, no tension, no prize, and absolutely no chance of winning whatsoever. This truly is the world's worst radio quiz. And just because it's Christmas, that doesn't mean we haven't got a contestant. No, we always need a contestant. And as if luck would have it, I have a contestant waiting right now, patiently, on the other end of this line. Hello, contestants. Please make yourself known. Quite impatiently, if I'm honest. Well, what else are you doing anyway? You know. Well, you to be fair, I'm not impatient because I've got nothing else to do. Like everybody, That's I, exactly. I, I. By the way, you could have, you could have said John, Ho Ho Holmes, couldn't you? Yeah. If it's to be festive, but you, well, you missed that open goal. Is what I'm saying. But this is your bit to introduce yourself, so you yourself can oh. introduce yourself as John Ho Ho Holmes. I am John Ho Ho Holmes. Um, I, I do, do I have to say what I do? Or I don't know. I mean, uh, no one knows, no one knows who I am. So of course they do. Everyone knows who you are. You're that um, famous movie actor from the seventies, adult the film. Adult film actor. <laughs> I am the adult film actor who is dead now. Um, uh, John Holmes. Don't Google it um, with uh, safe search. No, I think you're the other John Holmes, the one from Radio Four, etc. Say I am. Also, don't Google that with safe search. Off, Absolutely. Because I do post a lot of nudes. Don't search for it in general. You'll find some terrible quality radio <laughs> programs at the other end of that Google search. John, thank you very much for uh, taking part in this tonight. Uh, um, it's fine. It's Christmas Eve, so, you know. Yes, it's, it's, yeah. no, I wouldn't, well, there's nothing I'd rather be doing, Harold, than, uh, <laughs> than uh, your exciting quiz on the most magical night of the year. Every on, other year, just not this the, year. On the best community radio station in all of Annick, Northumberland, John that's, Lionheart that's, Radio. That's the only reason I'm doing it. 
Because I knew it was the best community station in wherever you just said. Annick Northumberland. Yes. You, you, you will have never have heard of it. I mean, I mean I've heard of Northumberland. Well, you, okay, good. Well done, you. Yeah. Uh, John, yeah. you are no stranger, of course, to uh, terrible radio quizzes. <laughs> is this a suggestion that you might have ripped off my format for this quiz? Uh, perhaps. Okay. Um, this is sort of sort of similar to a quiz you may have done on a previous radio station, <laughs> a little bit mainly. Yeah. Um, but, you know, over time you will see that it is actually infinitely more worse than your quiz. <laughs> uh, and uh, there is tough competition. You have set the bar very low, John. I have actually got a little bit of audio to play for you right now. Okay. Um, do you have your phone handy? Yes, I do have okay, my phone Okay, I'm going to WhatsApp you some audio right now, John. All right. I don't know if the last time you might have heard this might have been 20-odd years ago, John, this okay. audio that I've dug up. Got this the is audio. you on Me? a station called Power FM. Is it? Yeah, Great. From, from the 90s, a, a game of radio space invaders oh that you did with your oh, friend Andy Hurst. And no doubt you'll be doing it next week. <laughs> well, maybe, I have considered it. Yeah. Do you want me to play it then? If you want to, All if you want right. to hear it. Let's have a go. Okay, so I'm momently, so I'm standing in the middle. Right, left, 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 left fire. Left, 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 fire. Left, 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 fire. Left, 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 fire, 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 I mean, well, I mean, it's Radio Gold, isn't it? I mean, I mean, I mean, if I look back on that, which was probably, as you said, nineties, so that's a long time ago. Um, I'm, I, I would look back at that now and probably review it. What do you know? I think, I, I think I do things differently. Is what I'm saying. That wouldn't pass your quality control, would it not? <laughs> not really. That's but, you know, not I, even. That's, well, speaking of quality, can I send you one more bit of audio? Oh, is it me again? <laughs> it's you again. Oh, Harry. What? What are you doing this for? All right. Do you, would you rather I didn't do no, this? No, please do. Go for it. <laughs> would this pass your quality control? This is you uh, from a similar show. This might be Virgin Radio. <laughs> you got this. Oh, I've got my... <laughs> you, never you mind that. This is you um, sending right. someone in. I don't know who oh, it is. Okay. Some lackey. They're harassing the, uh, some poor <laughs> off-licence uh, yeah. workers. Okay. Uh, all right, here we go. Right, sing, sing Wannabe by the Spice Girls. Right. If you want to be a lover, gotta get with my friends. Louder. Friendship like forever, friendship never ends. Got M in the place you like to live in your face. Got Gina can see you like to Easy B doesn't come for free. She's a real lady. And as for me, ah, oh, you'll see. Got your body down and won't go around. I think they're calling the police. Have, they got, have you got beer yet? Can I have some gum busking? Say you want five pounds and a bottle of gin for that. I want five pounds and a bottle of gin for that, please. Well, she is actually on phone to the police now. Jump up and down shouting gin twice. Gin! Gin! <laughs> Stagger into some can, scream like a girl and run away! <laughs> Are you running? I'm running. <laughs> Could be the second police call of the night. <laughs> Do you remember doing this? I do remember that. Yes, he was called the Eliminator, right, and it was yeah. and it was his job to um, get. And I'll be, I mean, I'll be honest, it was more or less ripped off from Chris Morris, wasn't it? But you know, again, a long time ago, and he he wore he had he had balls of steel, and he would go and do anything like that, and he would 
the best one, which you didn't find, was when mm. I sent him into, I think, a Londis. Um, <laughs> and his job was to, he was as a, a circus performer. He told me he was a circus performer and was going to do a trick where he jumped through a hoop, but it was a, a spaghetti hoop that was on <laughs> fire. And it, he opened a tin of sp- uh, spaghetti hoops, emptied it onto the floor of the oh, supermarket man. and tried to set light to it and then jumped up and down in it for a bit. <laughs> and that was on the radio. And uh, then we won an award. Well done, everyone. Yeah, it's amazing that what would uh, pass for radio entertainment back in the 90s, I know. 90s, I you wouldn't be allowed to do any of that now. That is... No, is that, is that something you'd review? Again, you're not even allowed maybe? to play that on the radio these days, so you're the one in trouble now. Oh, dear. Uh-huh. Well, oops, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Uh, let's just get on with the quiz, John. Okay. I'm harassing you far too much here <laughs> with uh, your past uh, radio crimes. Where did crimes. you get that? Oh, I'll tell you afterwards. Okay, I'll tell you fine. what, though. There'll be some people who are listening to this show tonight they are absolutely thrilled that I've found this audio. That's amazing. Right. I found uh, quite a lot of it, and I'll, I'll send it to you if you want. Thanks. No, I thanks. will do. No problem. Uh, John, I need to read to you this legal disclaimer, oh. um, because you could sue, um, so I'm just going to do it now. There is no prize at all for taking part in the World's Worst Radio Quiz. No one who takes part can actually win. Everyone who takes part in the quiz is a personal friend of mine. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Hang on, I'm going to take by... issue with that. No, you are. I'm They're chosen by me, therefore listeners cannot. Colleague. Hey, what? Listeners cannot apply to take part in the World's Worst Radio Quiz. This is all a fabricated construct, and this entire feature, John, if not this entire programme, John, is a joke, John. John, do you understand, John? I understand the rules, Harry, yeah. Okay, let's just get on with it then. Ten questions. They start now, John. Question one. Have you ever been on a roller coaster before? Yes. Have you really? Yes. Which roller coaster? Come I've on, been on loads some... of roller coasters. I've been to Six Flags over Texas. Uh, I've been on the one that was in the film, um, the film, the Quentin Tarantino film. What's the one? What's that? True Romance. There's a sequence on a roller coaster in that, and I deliberately went to Six Flags over Texas to go on that particular roller coaster. And at you the time, made the I had trip a trip just to do that. Well, no, I was in America anyway. But um, and I, uh, uh, they made. I had a, a pierced ear at the time, and they made me take my earring out. <clears throat> That's correct. Unfortunately, John, it's incorrect. You've never been on a roller coaster. Number two, John. What colour is your passport? Uh, it's um, it's the old-fashioned burgundy. It's the burgundy, and I'm proud to wield it. It's Brexit blue, John. You, <laughs> you got it changed as the second you could get it changed. <laughs> I paint, to be fair, I've also painted myself blue with a Brexit woad of my own creation. <laughs> to match my passport, that's true. You should get a point for that for owning up uh, in the end there, but you're not going to. Question three, John. Do you own your own car or do you tend to hire one out whenever one is required? Uh, I mean, I do own I do own my own car, Harry. Yes, I own, I own. But I have been known to hire them in my time, particularly on my trip to Six Flags Over Texas that I think I mentioned when I had to hire a car in order to drive to Texas. Well, you should get half a point, really, but you're not going to, John. You can't, you can't, you know, sit on the fence there. Have you hired a car? Haven't you hired a car? You can't you know sit I mean? on a fence in a car. Very exactly. Easy. It's very painful. Number four, John. John Holmes, who was yes. in Kent, by the way. I didn't I you mention that. You're in Kent. I'm in tier four. That's where I am. You're in tier four. Um, yeah. Have you seen any lorries today parked out on no, the No, because way? I haven't left my house. So, um, ah, I was and trying I, to catch you out there. I, I know. To catch you out so, uh, but but what, I'll tell you what I am going to look forward to. So yeah. slight aside in the quiz. I hope it's not a time limit. But no, I am, um, because it's Christmas Eve, Yes. Right, uh, and everyone will be celebrating with a tipple. Now, as I'm in Kent, I am going to, after immediately we finish, hit this call, I'm going to go outside and I'm going to wander off down the M20 yep. and I'm going to celebrate Christmas Eve with a foaming pint of lorry driver's wee that <laughs> I'm plucking out of a hedge, <laughs> drinking straight from the Pepsi bottle into which that lorry driver deposited it earlier. Beautiful. Isn't That's it? the Christmas spirit right there. Oh, yeah. 2020 uh, in do a get, sentence. Do I get a point for that? 
No, I think you get uh, hepatitis. <laughs> uh, number four, John, BJ and the Bear is a much-loved, yes. well-remembered American TV comedy. Yes, now, yeah. everyone remembers that the actor Greg Evigan played the role of BJ McKay, a truck driver, and more importantly, a human being. Now, what yes. I want to know is what species of animal well. was his companion bear? Interesting, because let me tell you this, right? So he, it was called BJ and the Bear. Yes, right? correct. Yeah. BJ McKay, as you mentioned, and his best friend... Mm-hmm. Bear, but the thing about bear, mm-hmm. right? And this is this is the, you've got to concentrate on this because it's quite difficult to understand. Go on, then right? tell me. The thing about the about bear is, he wasn't a bear, right? Oh. What he was was a chimpanzee, but he was called bear. So he had the name bear, but he wasn't a bear, Harry. Are he was sh- a, no, no, sure. no, no. Listen, he wasn't a bear. He was a chimpanzee. Not he, a bear. Why is he, he called was, bear? I don't know. See, he was called. But do, do you understand? Because he was called bear. Right. But yeah. he. This is the funny thing about it, right? And this is where the humour came from. He he wasn't a bear, but he was called it. Right. What he was was a chimpanzee. And it's all. It's like in Tarzan, where <coughs> there was cheetah. Yes, right? Yeah. Tarzan. But cheetah wasn't a cheetah. What was cheetah then, John? He was a chimpanzee. Come on. No, I'm not even not even joking. So you're BJ McKay and his best friend Bear, but Bear wasn't a bear, he was a chimpanzee. But why didn't like they call Tarzan's it BJ best. and the chimpanzee or Tarzan and chimpanzee? He, why no, because he... though he was a chimpanzee, his name, it's his name, you see, that's important here. His name was Bear. I think you're you're yeah. stringing me along here. You're making this up. Google it, John. No, I'm not going to. Say so, John. Zero points, John. He was a bear, obviously. No, I wasn't. Come on. Question number five. Which household appliance is your favourite household appliance? Uh, <laughs> my favourite household appliance? Yeah. Um, well, I'm... Do you know what? I'm, gonna, I'm going to say uh, sandwich maker, but it's not my... It's my all-time top appliance. Right. Um, because as a student, I, 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 that's what kept me alive until it nearly killed me. And this is a true story, so I'm bound to get a point for it. I, I washed in my student digs, right, my student room in halls where mm-hmm. the sink was in the room with me. Oh, yes. Right? So it was part toilet, part sink. Of course, obviously. yeah. And, and, I, and I washed my Breville sandwich toaster. Um, other Brevels are available. I washed it in the sink without unplugging it. Oh, and it threw fool. me, I know, threw me across the room, didn't it? Uh, and, um, but it, it still didn't stop the delicious, delicious taste of... Burnt beans, <laughs> singed skin, and that's, fried that's hair. That's right. What a treat! And for that reason, that was your favourite household appliance because it yeah. almost kills you. It almost it kept me alive, but almost killed me. So it's a sort of bittersweet relationship. How I did it almost keep you alive? Did you use it as a defibrillator or something? What, no, because I, I ate produce from it. Mm. That's all my meals were either that or no, they were that. It was just that. It's a very nice story, John. But you get a point taken off. You were going to oh. get a point taken off, unfortunately. For admitting that you uh, weed in your kitchen bathroom sink, not kitchen sink, your bedroom sink was your bedroom yeah. sink. Who would we- yeah, who would wee in a kitchen sink? Not, not me. Mon- not not me. Honestly, not me. Um, I did once actually at university. There you go. Yeah. Um, number six, John. Zero points. Number six. Going. To- I was expecting you to react there. Oh, sorry. Do you want me to sound excited? <laughs> If you're excited by the prospect of having zero points, I mean, whatever, whatever floats you about. There we are, that's an appropriate reaction. Number six, John, going to gigs, visiting art galleries and attending funerals are all fun activities that have been severely impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm. Now, with this in mind, have you ever been to Yeovil before? Um, 
So you, with that in mind or without that in mind? No, with that in mind. Keep, with that every, in mind. Keep that in mind. Everything keep has been mind. impacted yes. by COVID. Yeah. With that in mind, have you ever been to Yeovil before? No. Wait, does it have a roller coaster? Uh, I think Six Flags is in Yeovil. Six Flags over Yeovil. Yeah. Um, no, I've missed that one. Sorry, never been to Yeovil. Well, you would have got a point if you had been to Yeovil, John. That's a shame, it. isn't it? Damn it, indeed. Number seven. If a doctor paid you a fiver, would you let them give you gingivitis for a laugh? I wonder what you were going to say, but um, a fiver? Yes. Um, what, how are they giving me the gum disease? What um, method is being employed? Is injection that a... into the gums. An injection into the gums yes. that gives me gum disease? Yep. For a fiver. For a fiver. Uh, I mean, would you rather they give you two fifty? That is tough. No, mm, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no to to a fiver. I'm gonna say no to that. You're a big I'm wimp, say then, no John. To the gummy fiver. <clears throat> gummy fiver. Um, yeah. uh, that's a pointless question, anyway, John. I wasn't gonna mark you for that one. So uh, whatever you said, you would have got no. Well, point they're all for that. pointless questions, aren't they? In the sense that they're not, I haven't got any points. Yeah, but it's not pointless this quiz in the sense that it's pointless on BBC One with Alexander Armstrong and Richard Osmond. So you've got to bear that in mind, John. I've got a chimpanzee that in mind. Exactly. Yeah, we're going to go into some sort of like weird BJ and the Bear cul-de-sac here. So we've got to be careful when you're playing this quiz. It's a uh, good job that you mentioned that, John. Thanks for that. Uh, number eight. What do you think you're getting for Christmas, John? Uh, COVID. <laughs> I think we're all getting COVID I mean, for Christmas. I mean, tier four. It's bound to happen. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Side note, I'm terrified by that video of uh, everyone at St Pancras um, flocking that train. They're all, they're all coming your way. They are. All we're coming up the, up the north, aren't they, that lot? Yeah. Getting out of Kent, going up to you. A lot of uh, yeah. Londoners have holiday homes up here. <laughs> yeah, come on. To, uh, yeah, Merry Christmas, nice. everyone. Yeah, lovely. Yep, great. Number nine, quick maths question. 156 multiplied by 73 divided by 2, take away 46.6 and a half. What is it? Is it zero? Because that's no, the point. T- oh, oh, John, quick maths question. Time is up. Sorry, you got zero points for that. It was a uh, quick was maths it? question. And what number 10. What was, oh. the, what was the answer? Yeah. Not telling you. Okay. You figure it out. Number 10, <laughs> final question, John. What do you think the legendary comedy writer Graham Linehan is doing <laughs> right now? Uh, wearing a dress. <laughs> it's close. He's actually <laughs> in his pants on his sofa in his living room, watching Eddie Izzard's stand-up DVDs. <laughs> seething is what he's doing. I bet he is. I bet, I bet he, he is. is. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I bet he is, and I bet she is. But whatever. I bet she isn't seething. I bet she's living her life. Yeah. To the fullest. John, zero points. Right. All right. What do you think of that? I'm pretty pleased with that, actually. <laughs> That's made my Christmas. Has. I mean, I was disappointed when Boris announced Tier 4 yeah. and that nothing could would be fun anymore um, <laughs> last weekend. And now, all of a sudden, it's, um, it's, it's, it's literally made the entire festive season worth it for me, this. Oh, well, that's nice to hear. Thanks for yeah. that. That's uh, a blessing, I guess. It's nice to yeah. hear that. Compliments. You can gamble everything that you haven't got, John, which is uh, nothing, if that makes sense. It doesn't. Um, you can gamble... For a prize, I did say at the beginning that there is no prize, but hey, there's a sneaky, cheeky secret prize that you could win if you gamble tonight, John. Right. Do you want to hear what your prize could be? Yes, please. Well, John, you could be treating yourself to a lovely weekday, one to four in the afternoon slot on the Rupert Murdoch-owned speech radio station, oh. Talk Radio. Amazing. Does, does that sound just like... What just what I've always wanted. <laughs> does that sound like a nice prize, John? Yes. Can I, can I uh, on air, shall I just put scissors through Mark Dolan's face? Oh, that would be good. Cut, you... cut it up. <laughs> If you fancy doing that, yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know. I, um, not in a murderous way, just just as a sort. Of, not, and I won't even believe it. I won't even believe what I'm doing. I'll just yeah. do it for money. 
like him. Do it for clicks. Do it for, you know, Do it for views. clicks and coin. And coin. Beautiful. Rupert I'm, glad I, I'm glad I left there now. Would you have not, like, hammed up your act? <laughs> well, I might, have, I might have gone full Dolan. You could have gone I full might Dolan. Have gone, I might have done, yeah. Just for money. Just to... I hope he's on Why good not? money for what he's doing. He's uh, doing. I doubt. I, I very much doubt. No, no. I know what they pay. It's a shame. Yeah. Oh well. Um, so, John, do you want to gamble? Yes, I want to gamble, please. Brilliant. Harold. Here's your gamble question, John. Mm, yeah. What do the letters in the acronym NHS stand for? NHS, John. Oh, I know this. Go oh on. God, I bloody know this. I bet you don't, you silly Billy. Oh no, I do. I've heard this. I've heard of this. I've heard. Keep... It's been oh. in the news a lot this year. No, I know what it has. It it's on the tip of my gingivitis-ridden tongue. Um. Uh. No. No. Oh God. Is, no. is that the, the N? No. 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 <laughs> <sighs> Come on, H. Think of something funny. You can do this. I, I can't. I can't. I can't. Oh, it's... Oh, no hope. No hope somehow. No hope it? somehow. Is that it? No, it's not, John. It stands for nipples, hemorrhoids and sausages. Everyone knows that, John. Oh, that was the next thing I was going to say. Yeah. Oh, zero points. No, no radio show on talk radio. Oh, oh no. This oh. is the worst Christmas ever. It was the best Christmas a minute ago. Yeah, but now I gambled and lost. <laughs> but you still got nothing. <laughs> it's all fine. It's great. Oh, John. Well, I hope you have a nice Christmas. Thanks for being here. Oh, you don't. You hope I don't? No, I didn't say that. What, what? what, if, what if I died on Christmas Day, John? <laughs> <laughs> I'd send you one of those hearses. One of those hearses? Yeah. What, what do you mean, one of those hearses? <laughs> that they have. One of those hearses. <laughs> one of those new hearses that they have at funeral homes. <laughs> That's it, yeah. That's kind of you, um, I guess. John, yeah. um, I'm, I'm going to say it again. Merry Christmas. A Merry Christmas, Merry Harry. Christmas. Merry Christmas to you and your listener. <laughs> we both know by name. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Hi, Alex. Oh, I was, I was talking about Rick. Oh, hi, Rick. <laughs> Goodbye. Tune in to Harry's show every Thursday at 6pm on lionheartradio.com. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.